We are Marquette. 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 We My name is Amber May, and I am the Director of Diversity and Inclusion at Marquette University School of Dentistry. This is pretty cool, being able to do this kind of podcast. This is something that I didn't think I'd be <laughs> able to do. It's just like, you know, Marquette has all these surprises for me. I uh, never thought I'd be working in a dental school. never thought I'd like it. never thought I'd be doing a Carlton in a video. You know, just different, <laughs> different things that keep uh, popping up. When I first got here, it was under really kind of chaotic circumstances. My mother was ill. I was trying to put the pieces of my life together, and I had left a town, well, Philadelphia, where I was really thriving in, and it was kind of abrupt. And I kind of felt like I was in an emotional, like, spin, you know, like a tornado. And one of my um, close colleagues, John Ray, referred me to the Faber Center under the direction of Michael Dante. And... I met with Michael a series of times, and I would say it was probably what brought me back down to earth in a very safe way. And it wasn't quite like therapy, but it was spiritual and therapeutic at the same time. He's probably one of the best listeners I've ever met in my life. And it's interesting because um, I always tell people he's like physically blind, you know, but he can see me in a way that most people have never seen me before. And that helped me to pause, to reflect and like regroup myself. And so I was able to navigate myself through Marquette in a way that I really feel put me in a position to get this promotion that I got. You know, I I didn't feel confident to go be a director, you know, but Michael kind of listened to where I was and then I was able to like make good healthy boundary decisions in my life and make some significant changes through just that reflective hearing and listening. And then and that one was, I think, the one that taught me to pause, you know, and, and showed me the vitality of doing that. And so I probably should do it more. You know, things have picked up and I've gotten busy again and now I feel confident again. But I'm always reminded of, you know, that was my first start here. I have a couch in my office, which is a blessing and a curse. (laughs) That just means more people can come in and it's a welcome distraction. So, you know, the couch, um, it was a suggestion from a student because my office space, I was being moved into a bigger office. Why not get a couch? And... Um, naturally, when people sit on a couch and then I had the audacity to buy two pillows to go with it, people get real comfortable. And I think that the, it, it changes their stance in how they approach their engagement with me. And it makes me feel very important when someone has a problem and I can can help them in that moment. I have a social work background. My undergrad was in social work and I was also a resident director. I have a lot of experience in crisis management and kind of knowing when someone is in uh, distress. I had students um, to talk about how they felt about just the different policies and politics where we are right now as a country and how it affects them. So, you know, there are students that wear hijab. There are students who are in the LGBT community and they 
may not feel comfortable moving about within the clinic openly, but they feel comfortable coming to me and talking about different things that they're hearing or experiencing, um, whether it be on the clinic floor or whether it be out in the community here in Milwaukee. In those moments, it's it's really important to listen because sometimes students don't just want to, or faculty or staff don't just want to confront someone, but they just need someone to hear what they're saying and connect with them. So it's kind of a a good outlet to touch into the other part of who they are as a student. There are multiple students that I could say have influenced me or left a deep impression on me and just the way that they carry themselves uh, and, and hearing their background and their stories. There's one student who has a very similar background to mine, and she is uh, navigating her experience with excellence and doesn't have the support of home, doesn't have two parents, you know, definitely fits the at-risk category, but is excelling, you know. And so for me, it's it's just, I'm like excited. I feel like I'm eating popcorn watching this girl just, you know, grow and just lead. And um, I know that when she walks across that stage and when she has that paperwork that says you're a doctor, she's going to change the trajectory of her family, like single-handedly. So her three other siblings underneath her are going to experience the life that she did not have. And that is like, oh man, I'm like, I get to watch that. So it's pretty awesome. And then there's another one who just graduated. This person was, he was the first recipient of an award that the dean allowed me to come up with a diversity and inclusion award and it focuses on you know servanthood and leadership and and this student is somebody who just has a passion for others and I could tell that their Christian faith is really what drives them to do things above and beyond and my favorite connecting piece to this student is that there's a shelterless or homeless gentleman that kind of resides and hangs out in front of the dental school and most people if they see him they'll walk around him or walk past really fast and but this student taught me this the person's name and engages with him in a way that I've never seen anyone do a stranger and to the point where like giving them a toothbrush offered to you know do help him get you know connected to the dental school for his mouth and even bought him a Christmas gift in the wintertime, some gloves and a jacket, you know. So it's moments like that and things like that that students can bring to us as faculty and staff if we're open to, to receiving that, you know. Those millennials have something going for themselves. <laughs> some of the things that we're known for on campus are pretty fun, like the, the dental school dance video, which takes quite a bit of time, creativity, and effort to make, by the way. Um <laughs> And we have an amazing Christmas party. <laughs> That's something else that we're, we're known for. I'm not sure it's open to the community, but I feel as though there are people who slide on in there sometimes. And sometimes I invite friends. We have a lot of fun in the school. I think that's not always known because medical school is kind of rigid in some ways and really intense. But I think it's because of that, the students know that they how to have a good time, you know, within the space that we have. I have really learned the art of trying to change a system rather than just 
individually, you know, putting fires out and trying to manage all my energy and spread it around like that. And most recently, really, I'm just so proud of getting this award established for my office because it's based on a character trait that you would have to exhibit for multiple years in order to be acknowledged in your D4 year, your fourth year dental school. And so having the upper administration acknowledge that is really important for me. It was a proud moment for me. And it now kind of it's more of a systematic thing that, that changed and it gives other students an opportunity to be seen during honors convocation. And I think that's something that most recent recent months I've been proud of. So I would say those are the things that make me feel like what I'm doing matters at work. When you're competent in something, you kind of feel like an expert in it and like you've reached a level of knowledge and now you're done. With, with culture, we don't feel like that's ever really the case. Culture kind of feels fluid and it evolves and um, it changes with, you know, politics. It changes with time. It changes with, you know, um, people's experiences. And so when you're when there's humility there, you're always kind of going into understanding culture in a way that is open minded and that you're going to continue to desire and want to learn that. I just wanted to make sure that was said. <laughs>